Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, lightning. Trying not to talk about schools. I was, Charlie Baker is giving his daily Corona briefing right now. So they were talking about back to schools and guidance and all that. And he said, look. You know, there are certain places that got to fix their ventilation. I know Worcester is spending like $15 million to deal with ventilation in their schools. And then here's the key lighting. He says, but I would say this, if you don't have any coronavirus in your community, I don't know why you'd be starting with the ventilation. You don't have coronavirus. You got no problem. Why is that interesting to me, Lightning? Because you're in a situation where you don't really have any in your town, right? Or you did, it's a low number. Right? Well, the reason why my school, I have remote learning with the my, who will be a fourth grader and a first grader. Mm. I have it for eight weeks because they got to fix the ventilation in the school, supposedly. Since March, my town has recorded, I believe it's 50 cases of coronavirus there were, I know, 35 of them in like the first two weeks in March. So between now and then, we've had like a total of 15 cases. I would assume Charlie was talking directly to us. Why are you starting at ventilation when you don't have coronavirus? But that's what we're doing. And sure, we we just carry on, I guess. Ay ay ay. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty. I'll save that for another day, Lightning. Mm-hmm. But this is we had to get day. our Chromebooks yesterday and trying to figure Ooh. out schedules. I'm gonna... I may have to relocate my home office in so, a different part of the house. So wait a minute, you're gonna have to get like three Chromebooks then. Right? We have, thank you. Yes. Woohoo! That's well, sorry, actually, I, I don't know how much those go for. You don't need to tell me. Well, but Amazon like... has raised the price oh, on them. So we didn't get Chromebooks. Oh. We got like knockoff Chromebooks. Yeah, yeah. Well that's we smart. Were, Oh my I don't gosh. even know what the what what the company is of the thing we got, but anyway, we, we got them. They work fine. We used them last night, and uh, they'll be fine. I don't envy but you. <laughs> not expensive. Uh, not I, cheap. I don't envy you. I'm sorry to hear that. That's hope that stimulus check part two is coming towards you sometime yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be that would be helpful. Keep it. You know, let's let's worry about the post office, Pelosi. Yeah. Let's not worry about us yeah. paying for Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so Michelle Obama was the headline speaker at the DNC last night. You love her speech, Lightning? Yeah, because I watched every second of it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I tuned in for 30, no, not even 30 seconds. I tuned in, I swear, for 20 seconds, I saw Eva Longoria on talking to a local business owner, and I was like, I'm out, I'm out. I'm going back to the Bruins, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not, I, I tried to give it a shot, BB, and I was like, nope, can't do it. Well, I was watching the Bruins, too, but once the game was over, I had the record on, no, and so I went no, back and watched her speech, which, again, I it was actually fine for what it was. It wasn't as 
I don't know what words. It wasn't as radical or as uh, far left as I thought it might have been. And I thought her delivery was fantastic. It was really good. And as I watched it, I said if she she was running against Trump, she would be the next president. Well, she's a great orator. I mean, there's no doubt about that. She's a great orator, and she knows how to, you know, captivate but the listeners. But everything that Biden isn't, she is. She would and be yet a great she choice. doesn't want any part of this. Of course she doesn't. She saw what it did to her husband for eight years. You think she wants to go back to that house? I don't think so. She doesn't want to be a part of that. She's making millions now, doing her podcast or certain specials, and she can do whatever she wants, and she can advocate for whatever cause she wants. She doesn't need to be in the White House. Well, it's funny, though. It's I, I've always thought that she was an interesting case because she delivers her speech last night, and in it she says multiple times, like, she cares so deeply about the country. If we don't do this and get this one right, you know, things can forever change for the worse. And her, one of her lines was, if you don't think it can get worse, trust me, it can. Well, if you believe all of that and you were in a position to prevent it, wouldn't you step in? I mean, sometimes, you know, it's not about opportunity knocking. It's about a call to duty, you know. But she's like, nope, not doing it. Not do-. And I don't know, do you dispute? I know a lot of you do, and I don't want to get too bogged down on it, but I – she would beat Trump in November. I'm convinced of that. I think she would, too. Um, but she's got no interest in it, doesn't want any part of it. So she delivers her speech last night. What I want to know is, A, did you see it? B, what was your takeaways from Michelle Obama's speech? I'm going to play some of it when we come back. And one of my things with Michelle Obama is the same issue that I have with most of the left, which is that you're not really grounded in reality. I'll let you hear why I think that from Michelle Obama herself in just a minute. First, we got to get a 60-second check of headlines because it is 1 o'clock right here on AM680 WRKO. So let me be as honest and clear as I possibly can. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. <laughs> that was Michelle Obama last night. Lightning. I know you would. We never ended up getting to it yesterday. Shame on me, by the way. I know you had a drinking game thing guide that you wanted to present as to watching the DNC. Mm. Was anything in that guide? How many times would Michelle Obama quote Bill Belichick? No. No. Never could have <laughs> predicted that one. <laughs> she dropped in It Is What It Is. <laughs> and it actually was kind of appropriate based on the, the, you know, tenor and where she was going with that that 30 seconds. But she ends it with a, It Is What It Is. And I think we all did the <laughs> spit take. Well, those of us who were watching it. I want to. What I really want to see is Bill Belichick watching it. We know Belichick likes Trump and all that, and he was asked about him the other day, uh, and was talking about him in a funny way. They, you know, Trump said he'd be a great general. Did you hear what Belichick said, Lightning? I did not know. I'm more of a Navy man. I'm, I'm thinking admiral. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's funny. Yeah.
That was great. But anyway, wouldn't you love to have like a, a little picture-in-picture Belichick watching or, you know, half watching Michelle Obama as she's talking, and all of a sudden she does this, what it is, and he does one of those cartoon double takes where, like, he wipes his eyes and looks at the screen like, did she just use my line? Just blinking like 20 million times. It is what it is. What? If she says do your job next time, I'm going to say, wait a second now. I know, right? Seriously. Anyway, I, let's go over a little bit of Michelle Obama's speech last night, and then you tell me your reaction to it, your thoughts on her and her speech, and do you buy my thought that she would beat Trump in an election in November? Cut three is where I want to start, Lightning. This was about, I think, 13 minutes into her 18-minute speech. That's when she said this. Going high means standing fierce against hatred while remembering that we are one nation under God. And if we want to survive, we've got to find a way to live together and work together across our differences. We've got to find a way. And she's so passionate about enlightening. She's like, she's digging deep. We got to find a way to work together and reach across our differences. That's a, such a nice sentiment, right? That's a beautiful concept. Do you think that that's reality in 2020, Lightning? Nope. Nope. I don't either, as it turns out. And as evidence, Your Honor, Lightning, get in the archives quickly. Cut seven from yesterday. No, no less someone that Michelle Obama knows than Representative Ayanna Presley on Saturday, two days before Michelle Obama tells us that we got to work together and we got to reach across our differences. This is what Ayanna Presley said on Saturday. I'm looking to the public. You know, this is as much about public outcry and organizing and mobilizing and applying pressure so that this GOP-led Senate and that these governors that continue to carry water for this administration, putting the American people in, in harm's way, um, turning a deaf ear to the needs of our families and our communities, hold them accountable. Well, make the phone call, send the email, show up. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. There needs to be unrest in the streets. Does that sound like we need to reach across and come together and work together and realize we are together as one lightning? No, that scares the hell out of me. That, that, that comment okay. scares the heck out of me. I mean, really, you're encouraging unrest to continue on in the streets. But one of the issues that I have had with uh, my Democratic friends, I'll use that phrase, for some time now, and one of the things I don't think Trump gets enough credit for or that people mistake with him is that we continue to talk about this idea that we can work together to solve our problems. Does, is that possible in 2020? I don't think so. And Michelle Obama would know this more than most. How would Michelle Obama deal with the squad? You know who's speaking at the DNC tonight for 60 seconds, Lightning? AOC. Yeah, I saw that. How is Michelle Obama, as she's telling us that we need to come together and we need to reach across the aisle, how is she going to deal with AOC? How is she going to deal with Ilan Omar? How is she going to deal with Ayanna Presley? Just for starters. And does she get the idea that that group wants to work with anybody, I needn't remind you that Ayanna Presley also famously said, we don't need any more black faces that aren't black voices. 
Now, do you think she'd be able to convince them otherwise? Do you think she'd be able to do you think Michelle Obama would have the ability to get to rein them in? Because Nancy Pelosi really couldn't. Well, one of the things that I, I will continue to try to get forth to you guys is and I've told you this a lot about Trump. I think that Trump is the president that this country wants right now. I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about the president is often reflective of who the country is and where the country's at while they're in office. And Trump represents so much about what this country is. Reality TV. We want. Re- what do you think all this post office stuff is right now? It's reality television. It's building towards a must see TV event on Monday, and all people care about is will people see me on TV yelling at somebody? They're not trying to fix something. Trump is like that, and Trump's the top of that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chain, but he's not the only one on it. The top of that pyramid, excuse me. And this idea that, you know... But for most of us, we're not like that. We are. We pick sides now. Twitter, it's cha- I've told you this for Twitter's changed all of this. We pick sides now, and it is not enough for our side to win. We must be able to point at the other side and go, and you suck too. And that's what we do. And the idea that we're going back on that, not anytime soon. And you know that's true. Just look at how we can't even get a second stimulus through. Because, nope, it's too, we're too busy trying to go, forget it. Too close to the election. Can't let you have a win. Can't do what's right. I mean, one of the things I would have loved to ask Michelle Obama, you know, if I had her on the show today, Lighting, number one, would you vote in favor of a stimulus 2.0 right now? And would you advise your Democratic colleagues to do the same? You keep talking about doing what's right for the country. Don't you think that's right for the country? And yet it's not happening right now. And yet you're somehow telling us we can work together. Hmm. Really? 617-266. So I just, it's not a personal attack on Michelle Obama. I just think that whole, Biden's going to be saying the same stuff. I just think it's naive. For a long, what happened during the Obama presidency, the Obama-Biden years, we'd work together as long as you were on our side. And I don't believe in any way that Mitch McConnell was any different then than Pelosi is now. It's all about destruct and destroy your opponent and don't let them do anything so you can say they're terrible. And then when we get our shot, we'll say to you, do you blocked us at every turn. And everybody plays from the same playbook. But the idea that you're going to go, hey, we came together on this. You're great. Really? When? And so for Obama, oh, you came together and worked with who? Like a John McCain? Please. I mean, those days are over. And so I do think, for me... That Michelle Obama, but a lot of uh, people on the left are just naive about this. And their concept of coming together is a lot different than you and my concept of coming together. I'll play more sound from her in just a second, but let's go to the phones. 617-266-6868. Uh, Bills and Natick, start us off, Bill, right here on RKO. 
Yeah, you're forgetting our moment of unity just a couple of weeks ago when they passed the first coronavirus relief bill. That was 99 to nothing in the Senate. So that's pretty unified. I think so we how- unify around issues, not around people. Well, but that can't be true, Bill, when if we did it the first time a month ago, how could we not do it again or two months ago, whatever it was? How are we not there on 2.0? And by the way, I'm not even necessarily in favor of a second stimulus, but I know that the Dems are, and I know that they're just playing political games with this. So they did it before they realized, hey, wait a second, this can make Trump look good. Now we're not doing it. Do you think they're not doing it because that's the right thing for the American people? Or do you think they're not doing it because it could hurt Trump? I think they're not doing it because they, again, because they, they can't coalesce around the, because it's not urgent enough. I think the urgency is missing that was present on the first one. I also think Michelle Obama is making a pretty compelling argument that Trump is not the one to save us from the chaos that he's not saving us from now. How, why is it compelling? How so? I think that, I think that's a very simple, easy to understand argument. And that's, and if that's going to be the line of attack, I think that's a good one. So I, I guess where I would go with that, Bill, and, you know, she did the empathy thing. So, Lightning, give me cut number two uh, from Michelle Obama last night. And Bill, I'll give you a comment on the backside of this that speaks to your point. I appreciate the call. Cut number two from Michelle Obama last night. Right now, kids in this country are seeing what happens when we stop requiring empathy of one another. They're looking around wondering if we've been lying to them this whole time about who we are and what we truly value. They see people shouting in grocery stores, unwilling to wear a mask to keep us all safe. They see people calling the police on folks minding their own business just because of the color of their skin. They see an entitlement that says only certain people belong here. That greed is good and winning is everything because as long as you come out on top, it doesn't matter what happens to everyone else. So I think that right there, that speech played very well to Bill. I don't think it played well to anybody that believes in Donald Trump. And I think one of the things that she does there subtly that you got to pay attention to, Bill, is she, she has chosen sides and she's telling you what the fact is when you don't know what's fact. For starters, on the masks, there's a lot of people that don't believe in masks and the policies on masks have changed back and forth and over and over again. So her coming together is do as I say and we're all good. Otherwise, is she tolerant of people that don't want to wear masks? Certainly doesn't sound like it. That's number one. Number two, empathy is a nice concept. But during the break, think about empathy when it comes to Portland and Seattle. And what's empathy going to get you there? 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868. More calls in a second right here on RKO. It's BB in the middle. They had the aardvark. The what? Aardvark. What is that? What do you mean, what is an aardvark? You know what an aardvark is. Dave, do you know Dude, what Dude, it's an animal, and uh, they also, it was a huge show. You know Arthur? Yes, I know Arthur, but I don't know. Arthur the Yardvark. I mean, come on. I have so I had to never watch that heard that in my life. They are the only one of their kind. What are they? They certainly They're, are one of a kind. What are they? They, I don't know. They're part pig, part anteater, part elephant. Are you serious? They're, they're crossbreeding yeah, them? Like, what the hell? No. no. Just, never mind. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. I can't stay forever. Let's play pretend. 
Michelle Obama gave her speech last night. President Trump, not impressed, thinks she shouldn't be getting all these spawning reviews over it. I thought her delivery was excellent. I thought the substance, however, was a little more to discuss there than most of the press would tell you. For example, before the break, we played that empathy speech, enlightening all I kept thinking when she was talking about empathy and how our young people don't know what to think. Well, some of our young people think that they can walk up to a guy that they pulled out of a truck and kick him in the head until he's unconscious. That, that was terrible. I don't even want to talk about that. That was so terrible. But this is one of the things. Like, So so the concept of empathy is great. Oh, we're going to do this, like, that naive thing in the 60s where you said, oh, love thy brother, man. Like, oh, okay. That, I guess, will solve everything. we got to have empathy. Sure, okay. We also have to deal with rioters and looters and people that, won't accept being told there is a line and do not cross it. And how do you deal with it then? And one of the things I thought of as I was watching her speech lightning was that one of the reasons she doesn't maybe doesn't like politics is the idea of, hey, we got to hang on to empathy means a lot less when you're actually in office. You know, like hope. I, I get the concept of Obama having hope and having that logo. And that was his big thing. But hope only gets you so far. Then the world changes on you. And then there are real-life problems that are a lot more complicated than just saying, yeah, but hope. Or in this case, yeah, but empathy. I get empathy. And yes, the country could use a little more empathy. I'll agree with her on that. But I don't think empathy's paying the bills in Portland right now. I don't think empathy's paying the bills in a lot of the country right now. And I don't think anyone's listening to empathy, the message of empathy. I mean, look at Ayanna Presley coming out and making the comments about unrest in the streets. Does that sound like empathy to you? Again, some members of the Trump administration can't even go out to eat pre-coronavirus without getting spat on or having drinks thrown on them or getting asked to leave. There is this concept that only half the country now is missing empathy, and it's because of Trump. Is that true? Really? Again, find somebody on the left that you know and tell them you like Trump and see how much empathy you get. How many guys got to wear MAGA hats that get punched in the face before you go, not seeing a lot of empathy there? Go up to somebody that's a global warming hardo and say, yeah, I'm skeptical. See how much empathy you get. You're told you're a moron, you're an idiot, you're a knuckle dragger, all that sort of stuff. So, the idea that empathy is a one-way street, again, I get back to the same phrase with Michelle Obama. I think there was a lot of naivete on display there that, that people were missing because they just want to believe in the concept. Michelle Obama, awesome. But what was so awesome about what she said? Oh, we have to have more empathy? Well, good luck with that. 617-266-6868. Jimmy's in Dorchester. Jimmy, you're next on RKO. Good afternoon, BB uh, and Lightning. Uh, okay, you were talking about that truck and uh, where the guy got pulled out in Portland. But did you hear what happened? The guy stopped when he saw, I guess it was a transgender woman being beaten by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And then there was a black man that interfered. They beat the living daylights out of him. And then what they did to that guy, they left him there. They kept pounding, pounding, and left him for dead in the middle of the road. But I got a better one for you. A lot of people from my buddy that owns a 
gun stores saying people are buying like crazy. The last couple of days, did you hear what took place? Because Jeff talked about it on the morning show in Seattle, where the people, Black Lives Matter Antifa, were walking through the white suburbs of Seattle yelling, we're going to take these houses. These houses belong to us. What, what are they playing? Like Zimbabwe, uh, South Africa, Uganda? These people here are going to wake up, and Trump is going to win in a landslide. Well, I don't know about that. I don't think. I mean, I don't know how you would define landslide. Maybe electoral college, like he was a landslide with Hillary, but he won by very few votes in a lot of key states that he's got to win again. By the one thing that Michelle Obama was right about is you got to get out and vote. You can't sit this one out because if you sit it out, we get beat. She's right about that. She understands the math. The math is if every Democrat in Pennsylvania goes out and votes Democrat, they win. They win, period. Same with Wisconsin. You know the drill. But they didn't do it in 2016 for what maybe they just enough were interested in Trump, perplexed by Trump, said, ah, let's roll the dice. Or maybe they just didn't like Hillary. Or maybe it was a combination of both or they were, Felt the sting about Bernie, and so they sat it out, whatever. She knows she's right about this. If you just vote, we win. That's true. But so the idea that Trump wins in a landslide, I mean, we'll see. But I just want to get to if this is the message that if we sing Kumbaya, we're good to go. How does it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Kumbaya work in Portland and in Seattle. How does it work? with the, the, quote, protesters that are going on. How does that work in New York right now? I mean, kumbaya with the cops? What, when it's defund police and people are saying, that's what I mean, defund the police. And you know the acronym they spray on cars, on police cars right now. How, what, what is empathy going to get you? How are you going to get that to stop? This is one of the things. You can use these platitudes and use these concepts, but... How do they work in 2020 America? And I would tell you they don't. That though, that ship has sailed. You cannot please everybody. Not everybody is willing to sing Kumbaya. And there are tough choices, and some people are going to get left behind. 617-266-6868. I'll give you some more of Michelle Obama. We come back and take more of your calls. VB in the middle on RKO. <laughs> Talking about Michelle Obama, her speech in the first night of the DNC. By the way, Lightning, uh, I know we were supposed to be in Milwaukee at the live convention. Mm. Yes, we were. I didn't watch enough of it to make a formal opinion yet. I'll tell you more as the week goes on. But but the idea of a taped convention or whatever that, however you would describe that thing last night. I don't love the live conventions. I didn't love that thing last night, at least I saw of it. I'm not sure we've ever. One of the problems is, do you need four or five nights of this thing? Exactly. <laughs> Especially when you're doing it this way, it's just gotten too long. Into the reason why it was long back in the day, lightning was when you had to use a stagecoach to go three thousand miles. You weren't just going to turn right around after sitting there for an hour. Let's make a weekend of it. We don't need to do that now. 
We can kind of speed. Political conventions are like baseball games. I don't understand why we're not speeding these things up when we know how to do it. Let's go. Keep it moving. Keep it. Grab the ball and throw it. Get somebody on there that I want to hear and lose John Kasich because there's no purpose to that. That reminds me, Lightning, we got to play the sound from the uh, the young woman last night that lost her father, too. We will get to coronavirus because that was I, – I got – I got I'm of two minds on that display last night and what she said. We'll get to that in just a second. First, your reaction to Michelle Obama. I got a couple more cuts I want to play, too. But Brian's in Brookline. He's been patiently waiting. Hey, Brian, welcome to RKO. Thank you, VB. So, you know, two things. One that has stuck with me for years was when uh, Barack Obama got elected. I think, and I'm paraphrasing, Michelle Obama said, this is the first time I've ever been proud to be an American. That never sat well with me. Yeah. I thought that was inappropriate. Nobody seems to say anything about it now. I would have said last night, you know, I, I think the president did a great job. I like the way he fights back. He's a counterpuncher, as they say. But I would have said, are you proud of the spying? Are you proud of the poor economic recovery? Uh, are you proud of you can keep your doctor if you want, the lying, uh, you know, and, and other things? <clears throat> and, you know, because lastly, you know, if you think about it, n- not just her, but she's, you know, she, you, you made a good point. She's eloquent. But all of them, for four years now almost, all they've done is tell us how terrible uh, Trump is, how stupid Trump is, which is laughable, uh, how stupid, basically how stupid we are, how wrong we are, lecturing us. And that's all I took her speech as, is, is lecturing us last night. Oh, no, well, that is what happens, rather... though, Brian. You know that. That's what happens. When you're not the yeah. party in power, you just tell us how bad the party in power is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but VB, one last point. But... Again, I'm just, you know, when uh, President Obama was elected, I didn't see burnings in the streets. I didn't see rioting. I didn't see protesting. I didn't see anybody trying to set him up and get him out of office from day one. And believe me, you know, I think a lot of people didn't like what he was doing. So well, there, there's, there's a, a number of things on. You've, you've touched on a number of points, Brian, which is I don't know that I just want to spend the whole day reliving the Obama yeah. presidency, but there was rioting in the streets. It was Ferguson. And you know who didn't figure out how to handle that? Barack Obama. Like he was torn on whether to go there, whether to not go there, what the messaging was going to be. And you know what he didn't do? You know, she talked last night about how they stopped Ebola at the borders and Trump let coronavirus in the idea that coronavirus and Ebola are equivalent in any way is just mind bogglingly foolish. And the left is going to try this thing, but that's nonsense. Whatever. One thing he did have on his hands was the beginning of this rioting looting when we're pissed about something and he didn't stop it. In fact, he kept it going and you could argue encouraged it in some ways. Remember he was the guy that said, we will not, put uh, the White House in blue to separate, to to honor or celebrate cops. He put out that letter talking about all the issues that he had with police in the country. The idea that that was empathy or that that was bringing people together. Again, we always get back to Cambridge with Barack Obama, but the Cambridge cop acted stupidly. 
Was that reaching across and being smart? And, you know, you mentioned her quote. It's a good one, Brian, because certain quotes stick with certain politicians. Jeb Bush, you know, that's you know, illegal immigrants are practicing their kind of love. He never lived that one down. It always stuck with him. And Michelle Obama, for a lot of people, say, I can never get past the, for the first time ever, I'm proud to say I'm from America. I'm proud to be an American. And there's good reason for that, Brian, being an issue, because you're right. If you were Trump, you could say, you know, you spoke eloquently about empathy last night. I wonder if you have any of that for me, considering your husband spied on me. Now, regardless of whether you believe the spying or not or what level it was at or not and where this ultimately ends up, there's no question that there was some untoward stuff going on with our surveillance and with the surveillance of the Trump Tower. That would have been the way Trump probably should have gone last night if it were me. I, I agree with you, VB. I, I, I just like like you said, and it, it never I could never get past that. And and, you know, it, for her, I don't think she has the I mean, people like her and, and that's great. But I don't think she has the moral high ground and, and to, uh, you know, always make the comparison that things were so much better under uh, President Obama, because I happen to disagree. And, and I know that, you know, people that have friends who disagree with them on the liberal side, it's very difficult because they get extremely um, worked up if you try and say that you don't like Michelle Obama or you don't like President Obama. They quickly call you, you know, the R word. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that raises for those that aren't following it. But, yeah, absolutely true. Brian, stay in touch. Good call. I appreciate it. 617-266-6868. Lightning, do you have the uh... – this woman spoke at the convention before Michelle Obama last night. Kristen Urquiza is her name. Her father, uh, they live in Arizona, and her father got coronavirus early this year, and he died, and she's become very politically active now, and they asked her to speak last night. And in the middle of the speech, she talked about her father's death, and that's when she delivered this line, cut one from Urquiza. My dad was a healthy 65-year-old. His only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump, and for that, he paid with his life. That's just unbelievable to me. Like, is you know, what I've told, if he's still listening, Brian and Brookline, what I've told you for a while, one of the things that Trump is, is he's everything that the left wants him to be in terms of, you remember, Lightning? The Scarface quote. It's That's it. In a nutshell, right there. Scarface, Al Pacino. You need bad guys like me so you can point your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. What does that make you? Good? Etc. You know the speech. That's what that was last night, which is that all of my problems are because of Donald Trump. Now, even if you believe what this woman said, and I feel awful for her, her father died, and anyone that's lost somebody from coronavirus is terrible, but she, she said, if not for Donald Trump, my father would be alive. First of all, I don't know enough about her father's circumstances. I know he was 65. I know he did go out to a karaoke bar because that's what she said, and apparently that's where he got coronavirus. I don't know, but that's the assumption there. But there has to be some personal responsibility there. Just because Trump said it was okay to go, although I don't recall hearing that speech, but just because the father might have thought that, that is at least partly on the father, right? 
but she's putting it all at the feet of Trump. Do you got the second cut from her before we break lightning? Mm-hmm. Let me hear it. Cut two. The coronavirus has made it clear that there are two Americas. The America that Donald Trump lives in and the America that my father died in. Enough is enough. Donald Trump may not have caused the coronavirus, but his dishonesty and his irresponsible actions made it so much worse. So, I mean, first of all, Donald Trump may not have caused coronavirus. No, he didn't cause it. We It came from China. I think we always talk about settled science. Well, that one I think we're pretty clear on. Like, Trump didn't cause it, but she says he may not have. But just so you're clear what's happening there, Lightning, what is the Michelle Obama line? When they go low, we go high, right? Do you know what they were doing with that woman right there? It's the same thing the Republicans do um, with Kate Steinle, for example. Anytime an illegal immigrant kills an American, people on the right grab the parents, loved ones, husbands, wives, or whatever, of the person that was killed by the illegal and says, tell your story because this is what they did. Obama killed your daughter, your wife, your sister, et cetera, et cetera. The, Repu- the Dems are doing the exact same thing now with coronavirus. They did it last night right in front of you. And yet they tell you when they go low, they go high. Because to me, it looked like they go the exact same plane. Whether it's right or wrong, you can decide. But the idea that you're different from them, you're clearly not. Because you chose to have her on last night knowing that she was going to say Donald Trump killed her father. Really? You have a governor in Arizona. You have a mayor in the, or a board of selectmen or whatever it is in the town you live. And you have a father who makes the decisions for your father. And yet Donald Trump is why he's dead. I don't know how that's going high when they go low. Six, but but Trump's the bad guy. It just makes it easy. There he is. That's the one. He's the reason why. 617-266-6868. More calls in a second right here on RKO. It's BB in the middle. Well, I don't see what the big deal is. Put the mask on and go eat the ice cream in the car. Get after it, Paul. Tell her to knock no, it off. pass. What's your <laughs> hey, lightning. Well, lightning, what's your favorite flavor? Fruity, fruity or what? Yeah, that's it. Nailed it. That's it. You nailed it. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman. BB. It's a hard living tail kicking. Update of the Postal Service gate lightning, whatever we're calling that. Uh, Louis DeJoy, the Postmaster General, released a statement just a few minutes ago. To avoid even the appearance of any impact on the election mail, I am suspending these initiatives until after the election is concluded. So this is funny in a way because, okay, you could say the left won, right? They they said there was a a scandal, a crisis or whatever, and it was loud enough, long enough that it caused some action which is we're going to stop doing the thing that we told you for a while we were doing. But what I would tell you, Lightning, is the very thing I just said about some of Michelle Obama's naivete, you know, the idea that we can work together, we can come together, you're going to see it now. Because if you think that his doing this will satiate anybody, you're mistaken. You don't know him. In theory, okay, you know what? 
you guys have an issue with this thing, and even though I think I'm doing it for on-the-level reasons, let's just hold off. Let's not even do it now. We'll do it on November 8th, November 10th, November 12th, whatever date it is. And that way there can be no, no concept of impropriety. Well, now, watch. You watch and see if everyone goes, oh, okay. Or if they call even louder for him to resign now, and if this doesn't become a thing even further that – this is what it's all about because you want Louis DeJoy to do this. He's going to destroy the next election. And it's, it's, this will not solve anything, even though it seems to be the most reasoned common sense situation right now, which is, look, I don't know. We talked about this. I don't know what heads or tails to make of it. Is most of you that worked at the uh, postal service calling in said, look, here's what's going on. It's nonsense, blah, blah, blah. But enough people are worked up about it. So fine. Let's just put this off for a few months. That, that, in theory, should calm the waters. Let's see if it does, Lightning. Prediction, Lightning. You think it will? Of course no, not. No, no, not at all. Of course not. But anyway, that has happened for what it's worth. 617-266-6868. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Russ is in Boston. Russ, you're next here on RKO. BB, Michelle is a great representative of the Democratic Party. She's ungrateful and self-serving. What better representative can you have in the Democratic Party? Now, I want to ask, too, do you know one of the big reasons why the post office cannot be trusted? Joe. Because of the fact that the Postal Workers Union has always been in bed with the Democratic Party, and they never endorse endorse Republicans. And that's one of the big reasons. I don't know what proof you have of that, Russ, why why just today— I'm going to make a laughable point for you. I don't know what proof you have of that. Why just today, Congressman McGovern was in Shrewsbury calling for the resignation of the Postmaster General. Oh, that's right. The union representative was standing right next to him. BB, you know, for, for several years, I had access to their monthly publication, and they always endorsed Democrats and panned Republicans. That's the proof that I have. I, I, but I know. I, it, one of the things going on here is what a lot of people were telling you yesterday, if you were listening to the show, Russ, is that this is a union-driven thing. And this is yeah. all about protecting what we have, keeping what we have, and using – it's the old thing. Don't let a crisis go to waste. They figured out the crisis, which is coronavirus, elections, mail-in ballots, and they're not going to let it go to waste. And now what happened is – He's basically, the Postmaster General has basically pulled the plug on everything, Russ. He said, overtime's reinstated. We're not taking any machines, boxes, anything out. Everything's on hold until November. Now, what do you think happens, Russ, if Biden wins in November? Do you think the Postmaster General's going to start doing anything for like two months? Or do you think they're going to be screaming to high heaven and they're going to pass some sort of bill to hold off between November and January? I mean... This is what it does. I know you just thing. buy time with, to get there. With mail-in ballots, a lot of them are going to disappear in conservative areas. I, I mean, again, we're going to have – I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, Russ, and I think this idea of a mail-in election is, is everything that the country wants. 
which is that you can always – both sides have already told you how they will point to the other and say how they stole it. So, first of all, you're going to have some conspiracy that half the country is going to believe in either way, number one. Number two, you never have to admit defeat. I didn't lose. The thing was rigged or it got stolen from me is, is a second thing. And then the third thing is there'll never be proof of any of this, but there'll be enough of it that you can always go, oh, please, come on. It's – it's everything that the country is in 2020. It's everything that's been going on for the last couple of years, all in a new one. And it's this thing. And no matter what, it doesn't matter. Whoever wins, loses, no matter what the ballots are or aren't. Again, you heard Galvin today say, look, we sent out all these ballots. They're coming in. Everything seems to be on the level so far. Is he part of this conspiracy? Is he not? Is Charlie Baker? Charlie was talking pretty tough, like, we need to really look into this today. But then he said he hadn't read anything about Maura Healy talking about suing, getting involved in that, you know, class state uh, lawsuit thing. So he was uh, up on it, but then he wasn't up on it. But but who's involved? It all depends on the outcome. And then whoever wins, the loser takes the pile of info that says conspiracy A. The winner takes the pile that says there's no conspiracy here, which is in pile B. And everybody goes to their corners, and then they wait for the bell to ring. That's how it's going to be, Russ. Period. It just is. 617-266-6868. Jenny's in Weymouth. Jenny, you're next on RKO. Hey, B. Hey, Jenny. I, I, just want, I just want to say I take great offense to the comparison you made to the young woman that spoke from, I believe it was Arizona, about her father's passing. Yep. And um, basically you said that it's the, uh, Michelle Obama's quote, which if anyone believed when we go low, they, you know, they go low, we go high. Uh, you compared it to Republicans basically trotting out family members of those killed by illegal aliens and using them as some sort of props, which is what the uh, the left said of the president. Can you tell me two things, how the two are the same? Because one is a completely preventable tragedy, and uh, no matter their personal responsibility, the people that were killed either in, uh, by a direct form of murder or drunk driving or whatever um, – I know a family of three in California that were but killed Jenny, by an illegal immigrant. Jenny, 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 I don't. I want to debate illegal immigrants with you because we do this all the time. That's, that's exactly that's what you just said, though, baby. No, but no it you isn't, Jenny. Was, Jenny, you no, do you what you want to hear. No. Okay, so let me clarify then, Jenny. What I'm telling you is, the Democrats, while saying when they go low, in their mind, Democrats' minds, when you take out Kate bring out Kate Steinle's relatives, that's going low to the Democrats. Yeah, well, they, first of all, they've never gone out publicly. So. Okay, but, but do we agree that that would be how the Democrats would view that, Jenny? Trump called it Kate's uh, law, right? You know like, what so it is. I don't know what they would say, but I know purposes. that the only way that, that angel families, as they're called, get hurt in the United States is, is one the one way I know is if they could ever get any press coverage from Fox and or if the president takes up their their case because god knows jenny, no one else jenny, is jenny, and we're not i but see what you're doing what you do all the time which is you're you're just well, pivoting to all, your thing illegal immigrants hard. bad yeah, illegal yeah. immigrants shouldn't be here fine but i we're not well, debating you know, illegal maybe, immigrants maybe right if you were one of the t- over ten thousand in the past several years that were killed you might not take a, a, a lovely viewpoint of them either god forbid your wife or your child had been killed by one did i take a lovely view of it when was that 
Am I you just illegal that immigrant? That's news don't to act me. Like you're all, don't act like they're all great either. Why can I not have an opinion? And it doesn't have to make that all of them are bad, but illegal immigration is bad when it leads to things like Americans not but being able missed, to get benefits. But again, you, you heard, Jenny, you heard what you want to hear. I said nothing that you said. I said my whole point was. I heard exactly what you said, and I repeated exactly what you said. Okay, then then you totally pivoted to illegal immigrants bad, which I never, uh, that I said illegal immigrants good, never did. What I told you was Democrats think that when Republicans use angel families as props, they think that's going low, and that's using a, a death for political purposes. Well, that's what the Dems did last oh, night with this woman from props, Arizona. What they're saying? Are you what? saying they're being used as props? Because that's what that's you made it. I don't know how. Jenny, Jenny, listen closely. I'm going to do this one more time. I am the you Dems. The Dems would say Republicans are using them as props. Did you hear me? Mm -hmm. The Dems are saying that. I'm asking okay? you what you think. I'm asking Okay, you what, what I'm you telling think. you is the very people that are telling you People shouldn't be used as props when they lose a loved one because when they go low, that would be their version of going low, using family members as props in that circumstance. They did the same thing last night. They used a family member of someone who died for political purposes as a prop. And so what I was trying to tell you, Jenny, you just don't want to hear it because you just want to say illegal immigrants bad, is that. The Dems did the very thing that they normally accuse Republicans of being so low for doing. They did it last night. And I was surprised that they did that on opening night of their convention. That was my point, Jenny. I, I know, never said I'm illegal saying, immigrants great. I never debated illegal immigrants, period. Yeah, well, I, I just don't like the, the way you just broad swept me either, that I say illegal immigrants bad. I say illegal aliens that kill Americans are bad. And I think Agreed. it's something that's under the rug. Agreed, Jenny. But we don't have any. There's no gray area there. I don't know too many people that think illegal immigrants that kill Americans are good. I, is that is that a bold statement by either of us? No. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty. We got a break. We're overtime. Sixty second check of headlines. More calls in just a second on RKO. VB in the middle. WRKO. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.